What is up, guys? Scuba Steve here with the second episode of Somewhat Supernatural. I am your host with the ghosts, the one and only Scuba Steve, in case you didn't get that the first time. Hope you guys have had a great two weeks. Um, it has been two weeks since the last time I saw you guys. We uh, did an episode on the hat man. That was our very first episode. And I thought, you know, for the second episode, I want to do one that uh, a little bit more, more people know. Um, and so we're going with the Mothman. Um, but we'll get into that later. So I just want to give you guys a quick update up to what I've been doing. I did go on an investigation uh, to the one of the most haunted cemeteries in the state of Texas, the Martha Chapel Cemetery, just, just south of Huntsville. Um, and all I got to say is it was intense. It, it was pretty crazy. Um, we got some really good stuff during the day. Uh, can't say that there was a lot going on at night. Um, there was just so many people that were coming and going. The cops did show up. It's not an investigation if the cops don't show up. So the cops did show up. They talked to us. We told them that we were doing, uh, let them know that, you know, we were here. We weren't going to disrespect anything, but, um, it did go pretty good. We did get some really good, uh, footage of something that we saw in the trees that we could not explain. Uh, I will be doing an episode on Martha Chapel Cemetery later on where I will also reveal the footage. So if you guys want to check that out, you can. Um, so on with the show, because that's really all I've been up to and, you know, getting ready for Halloween, as I know you guys are. Hey, how's it going? We have our first viewer. So just getting ready for Halloween, you know, um, I just, I, I was very angry today because it's, it's, it hit me that Christmas is starting to overshadow Halloween. You want to overshadow Thanksgiving, that's fine, but you don't overshadow Halloween, all right? I will burn this world down before I let Christmas overshadow Halloween. I said that and I mean it, all right? Don't do it. Don't let it happen. There's people like me that love spooky season. Now, don't get me wrong. It's spooky season all year long, you know, for some of us. But don't do it. Oh, I was so mad at the stores. That's a whole other, whole other thing right there. Um, no, it could not have been explained. It could not have been explained. There's no way to explain it. But we'll let the viewers decide when I do that episode. So... Without further ado, I would like to introduce, I have a co-host tonight, all right? And um, I put a call out there on Facebook, and one man answered the call, and that man is one of my closest friends, Joseph. We're going to bring him up right now. Um, he's going to talk a little bit about himself. How's it going, buddy? What's up, Scuba? Oh, you know, just here doing the, the ghost thing as always. What are you up to, man? Not much. Uh, trying to adult. Trying to adult in the adult world, I guess you could well, say. You know, so Joseph is one of my former students from what two years ago, right? Yeah, two years ago, three years ago, something like that. So he uh, he's just just now realizing that all the advice I gave him about you know savor your time in school, don't be in a rush to be an adult was real because now he's adulting. And it's not and easy, it is it, my sucks. friend? It sucks. <laughs> it sucks. It sucks. So first and foremost, let me ask you, have you ever had any experiences with the paranormal? Yes. Two, really. 
Um, so about a few years ago, we're out at the ranch for a family reunion, and I heard the most god-awful scream in the middle of the day, clear as day. I couldn't really tell what it was, so I just go walking down the road to see what it was, and I see a man's footprint slowly turn into a dog, a dog's paw print. And I heard. I remember that's... you telling me. I remember you telling me yeah. this. We were talking about this. Yeah. Yes. So that, to me, I mean, that sounds like a skinwalker. I don't know if you've ever, yeah. you know, yeah, looked up what a skinwalker is, but that legit sounds like a skinwalker. So you got lucky that, if that's what it is, you didn't come face to face with that. You know what I mean? But yeah, that yeah. that would that would frighten the hell out of me. You know what I mean? Yeah, and the hairs on the back of my neck still stand up to this day every time I talk about it. Yeah, that's creepy, man. That's creepy. What else? What else has you, have you experienced? Uh, then me and my best friend, we were out the other night. You know, we were just exploring the city as, you know, young adults slash teenagers, I guess you would say. Still yeah. call us wood. And we were out by Heritage Park, and I was using my Necrophonic Spirit Box app. And, you know, real respectful, you know, you know, not trying to be disrespectful to the spirits, asking questions. Well, we're asking questions. I asked, you know, are you male or female? One of the voices came through. It said, who? Then I heard my name three times. So obviously something wanted to talk to me. Then we heard the most god-awful, unsettling thing a, a person ever wants to hear, which was... The devil is coming and I'm a demon. Oh, wow. Yeah, you never want to hear that. You know what I mean? Especially, yeah. you know, and, and but the thing is, you can't really take the apps too much into play. Yeah. You know what I mean? Now, yeah. it, it, it the technology is there. You know what I mean? Because yeah. some of the stuff that we use when when we go out on our investigations, it's it's very similar to what is inside of a cell phone. You know what I mean? So yeah. it, it's not that it can't work because in some instances it can, you know what I mean? Uh, but in some instances you gotta, you gotta remember too, that sometimes an app really, it has pre-programmed words and stuff in it yeah. that are, you know, that'll be set to play at like a certain time, you know? Yeah. So, but regardless, that's, that's horrifying. You know what I mean? Um, yeah. We have this thing called an ovulus, which is pretty much the same thing and yeah. it'll say words, you know, and we, we're at an investigation at the Emily Morgan Hotel, and we kept getting – and here's the weird thing is that we kept getting specific details to things that could have occurred in that location. You know what I mean? We uh, yeah. we kept getting like um, – like uh, it kept saying shot. You know what I mean? Which yeah. we're, we were right in front of the Alamo, so of course people got shot there. Yeah. People got shot there. You know what I mean? So it, it's, it's, it helps. You know what I mean? It, it's, it's a good way to track spirits, you know? Yeah. Um, let me see. Let me read in the chat real quick. Oh, a skinwalker. A skinwalker is a Native American legend. Um, basically, kind of the easiest, most simple way to explain it uh, would be it, it's like, um, Kind of like a werewolf type thing, um, but it's older than legends like that. It goes back to the Native American times. Um, 
Let me see. Give me just a second, guys. So what else what else occurred on that day other than hearing that stuff? Uh just nothing really. I mean, just you know, the energy outside, like it felt unsettling i guess you could say like you know when you go into a room or into into a building where you know something doesn't feel right you get that gut feeling yeah and i just i felt like that all day long you know like i had a headache you know my palms are sweating you know just i felt were your knees weak were your arms heavy was there vomit on your sweater already (laughs) mom spaghetti (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> no but yeah man and, and you know and that's that's what i take into play when I, when we do our investigations i go by my gut feelings you know uh, yeah. because a lot of times your equipment won't give you anything but you have equipment in you you know what i mean we're, yeah. we're beacons for energy so we can sense a lot of stuff yeah. um Oh God, Ben, my buddy Ben DeLeon, he said his grandfather was on the Ouija board of directors. Horrible joke, Ben, horrible joke. (laughs) So, all right, so I just looked up the correct definition of a skinwalker just because I don't want to give incorrect information out there. Uh, In Navajo culture, a skinwalker is a type of harmful witch who has the ability to turn into, possess, or disguise themselves as an animal. The term is never used for healers, so um it's not a good witch it's it's a bad witch kind of like the uh, lechuzas of the you know mexican legend you know kind of like that same thing because those are you know bad female witches so but that's for a different time that's for a different time different story so once again ladies and gentlemen we have joseph here he is my co-host for today's episode and we are going to be talking about the mothman All right, so we're going to get back on track right now. I'm going to do a little history on the Mothman right here real quick, and then we'll just go back and forth. How does that sound to you, Joseph? That sounds pretty good to me, Steve. All right, man. So the history of the Mothman. So it's been, you know, about 50 years or so, maybe a little bit more than 50 years since residents of Point Pleasant. Oh, that scared the crap out of me. Look at the production value. You see that? That's scared. (laughs) I literally freaked out a little bit. Uh, They woke up to these words stretched across the front page of their newspaper. Couples see man-sized bird, dot, 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 creature, dot, 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 something. So there was a couple that were in a car near a place that they called the TNT area. There used to be a munitions factory um, where they would build like TNT and stuff back in the day. Uh, It was used for uh, during World War II as an ammunitions manufacturing facility. And what they reported was that they were being chased by a man with wings, unlike anything that they had seen on TV, no monster, like you had, they had never seen anything like it before on TV. So scary. Yeah. I mean, imagine being in a car and being chased by that horrifying thing. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, They described the giant man slash bird hybrid as having glowing red eyes, a wingspan of 10 feet, and an ability to fly more than 100 miles per hour. God, that's a fast animal or creature. Yeah. And that reminds me a lot of, once again, I go back to this goddamn movie, Jeepers Creepers. The creeper from that movie has a lot of 
different types of urban legends mixed in him. You know what I mean? Yeah. With the hat and the jacket, that's like the, the, the hat man, you know, the wingspan, like the, the Mothman. Man. So time goes on, time goes on. Um, and the people just kept seeing this thing, seeing this thing all through Point Pleasant. Um, the sightings stacked up and the Mothman headlines continued. There was a headline that said monster, no joke for those who saw it. Mason count Mason Countyans hunt Mothman. So they got together a group and they went looking for this thing to try to hunt it down, you know? And so that's how serious these, these uh, sightings were, were that they were, they were so scared and so right there in their face that they decided, Hey, let's put together a posse and let's go see if we can catch this thing. You know, um, there was also one that said, Oh, that bird, it was seen again. And then mysterious Mothman said to still be at large. So after about a year after the first sighting, um, which was about probably about a little bit about a year after they saw the, um, the collapse of the the city silver bridge because that's what kind of that's what people think well yeah well that's what people think that the mothman was trying to warn them about the bridge collapsing because people did die you know yeah. from from that bridge collapse um so so some people at the time thought that you know it was a sign that the creature was trying to warn the townsfolk of impending tragedy so i'm sure we've all seen the movie the mothman prophecies which You've never seen the Mothman prophecies? Okay. You're so young. You're so young. So when you get a chance, watch this movie. Okay. Now it's 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 not, you know, 100 percent factual, of course, you know. Yeah. But it's a very good reference to what occurred in Point Pleasant at that time. Okay. Um, it does show the bridge collapsing. It, you know, uh, it does show some of the sightings the way they occurred. Yeah you know, the way they were reported. Oh, look at that. The movie was filmed 20 minutes away from where TJ lives. Wow. Look yeah. at you, just surrounded by awesomeness. I've, so, I've actually, what's up? I've been to Point Pleasant. Uh, my seventh, going into eighth grade year, I went on a summer vacation, I guess you could say. Uh, I had a family friend of ours. She invited me to go stay up there with her and her family up in Maryland. Sure. So we went sightseeing everywhere. We went to West Virginia, you know, because they wanted to treat me good like like I'm family. Yeah. Well, we, we drove through Point Pleasant. I asked if we could stop, whatever. Went, I went to the Mothman Museum. And, man, this this creature is like the Derek Jeter of, like, the monster world, I guess you could say. Like, they just celebrate him, like, there's... Oh, yeah, no doubt, festival. man. They have a... Yes, the festival they have, you know, which we'll talk about later... They have a museum, like, you know, yeah. and, and I've been to, I have never been to Point Pleasant. I want to, now that I was doing research for this, I was like, wow, that'd be a cool place to visit. Yeah. Not just because of the whole Mothman legend itself, but I love towns like that, you know? Yeah, I do too. And, and that's, that's the one thing I really dislike about where we live is there's no really cool places like that, you know? The, 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 the mountains and the trees and yeah. everything, you know, I'm very envious of all my buddies that live on that side of the, of the country, you know, because yeah. it, it's, don't get me wrong. I love, I love where we live, you know, but it's just not, yeah. You know, 
I like I like seasons, you know. Yeah. I, I don't like summer all year long like we have here. Yeah. So, but that's cool, man. I I had no idea that you've actually been there before. Yeah. So, what what was your experience like there? You know, it's like kind of like a small town down here. You know, everybody's just real polite, real friendly. You know, everybody has a Mothman story from a four-year-old child to a 97-year-old couple. You know, I've I've asked around, you know, it was at the museum. They've told me that there's been men in black sightings still to this day. You yep. know, there's they they still have they have pictures of supposedly the Mothman. They have a diner. They have a, a meal named after him. You know, it's just like they treat this creature like it's a god. You know, it, it like it's, he's Elvis. Yeah, and it's awesome. It's a really cool experience to go. You know, like I said, people were real friendly. Came back with a lot of stuff. Shouldn't have, but I did. That's cool. That's cool, man. Yeah. So the only place that I've been to that that even has that kind of like lore behind it was Roswell. I've been to Roswell, New Mexico. And uh, I was visiting my mom in Odessa and just randomly, I was like, hey, let's jump in the car and let's drive to Roswell. And yeah. so we drove and it was cool, man. Like we went on a little vacation and uh, we went and we went to the museum and it's really cool. I mean, they have a lot of cool stuff in there, you know. Yeah. Um, and, and if you believe in that kind of stuff, you know, which I do, I believe in aliens. We can't be the only thing on exactly. this on, in this exactly. universe, you know. So I, I, I. Now, a lot of the stuff that's in there is very cheesy, you know, but it's set up to be a learning experience mixed with that wow factor, you yeah. know. And so it was really cool, man. And and they had diners and stuff. And it was, you know, Roswell's a really small town, but it's a really cool setup. And that's what I saw when I was doing research for, for Point Pleasant. You know, that it's yeah. a lot of cool stuff that they have there dedicated to the Mothman. So... We're going to talk about the original sighting of the Mothman um, a little more, a little, little bit deeper. Um, so on November 15th, 1966, two young couples from Point Pleasant, Roger and Linda Scarberry, and Steve and Mary Mallet, told police that they saw a large gray creature whose eyes glowed red when the car's headlights picked it up. So that can be explained. You know what I mean? So yeah. that that's kind of like, okay... It, there's a lot of animals out there that when light hits their eyes, they glow, it refract, refracts and it glows. You know what I mean? So that's why, you know, for instance, when we do investigations, if we're recording with our lights on and we see two glowing eyes, it's not necessarily, oh, my God, we got a ghost with glowing eyes. You know, yeah, there could, could be, be a animal. rat. It could be a raccoon. It could be a possum, especially down here. It could be a possum, you know, yeah. um, so that it could have been many other things but they described it as a large man flying with 10 foot wings it followed their car while driving in the area outside of town like i said known as a tnt area so during the next few days other people reported similar sightings two volunteer firemen who saw it said it was a large bird with red eyes mason county sheriff george johnson commented he believed the sightings were due to an unusually large heron he termed a I don't even know how to pronounce that. It's shite poke. I don't know. Um, a contractor, Newell Patridge, told Johnson that when he aimed the flashlight at the creature in the nearby field, its eyes glowed like bicycle reflectors and blamed buzzing noises from his television set and then the disappearance of his German shepherd dog on the creature. So this man saw this thing. His dog disappeared, you know. 
Yeah. So down here in South Texas, if we saw something with glowing eyes that was out there and our, our animals disappeared, we'd be like, oh, my God, it's Chupacabra. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So, you know, another cryptid, just just like the Mothman. Um, but he did say, like, you know, and so that's what leads me to believe that it could have been an animal or a big bird or something, you know? Yeah. Uh, because with the light hitting the eyes, of course, they're going to glow. Um, so after the December 15th, 1967 collapse of the Silver Bridge and the death of 46 people, 46 people died in this bridge collapse. Wow. The incident gave rise to the legend and connected the Mothman sightings to the bridge collapse. So because of all these sightings and people saying, oh, well, I saw it and I saw it too and I saw it too, that's kind of what led people to believe that, oh, well, this might be tied into the bridge collapse. Maybe he was trying to warn us of the bridge collapse or, like you know, there's never, there's never been anything saying that he was directly responsible for the bridge collapse. It's always been a more like a warning thing. You know, um, there was a, uh, a newspaper in Russia and they claimed that there was Mothman sightings in Moscow that foreshadowed the 1999 Russian apartment bombings. Yeah. So you were what, how old were you in 99? Wouldn't even born yet. You weren't born in 99? Holy oh. crap. Oh, yeah, you weren't born in 99. I was a probably a senior in high school when that happened. So, you know, there was these bombings in, in, in Moscow. And so they attributed the war that, you know, people said they saw the Mothman before the bombings happened. You know, yeah. um, the most recent sightings that I saw were in Chicago last year. Now, I don't remember anything horrible happening in Chicago and I really couldn't find anything on it um but there there was just you know saying that they saw sightings and stuff but the only thing that I can even put two and two together with Chicago was um they were one of the first places that said hey we have the coronavirus yeah you know what I mean so yeah maybe maybe Let's uh, let's look at the chat real quick, as I like to do, because I like to interact with our viewers. And, you know, let's 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 see what we've got. Uh... So Ben was making fun of the face that I made when I said <laughs> when I tried to explain Mexican folklore. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, let's see. So, yeah, they're t- they, they agreed that it could have been a chupacabra. Yeah. I don't think it was trying to warn people. Um, says do you do you think it was trying to warn people or send them to their doom i think it was trying to warn people i don't think it was trying to send them to their doom you know um because if that was the case then why even make yourself visible you know what i mean why even put yourself in that location or that area to be seen to even be connected to it if you're going to send somebody to their i mean of course now i don't have the same mentality that this being could have yeah um but who knows? I, it could have been sending them to their doom, but I, I don't. I don't see that. I don't. I don't think it's it's anything malicious. You know, it, could it be scary looking because it's something that we don't know what it is? Yeah, well, yeah. You know, here on this earth, we don't have things that look like that. You know, it's not yeah. something we see every day. But I don't think it's anything malicious. You know, I, I think it was. 
Uh, yeah, he was seen in Russia. That's really the only other country that I could wow. that. I, oh, and I think in in uh, Japan, I think they said they saw him before that that uh, nuclear meltdown at that one plant that um, that nuclear plant that was out there. I want to say they saw him before that too. Oh, but wow. there's really not a lot of outside like explanations for it. Yeah, well, not even that outside view sightings of the Mothman. You know what I mean? Um, and if there are, they're not contributing it to the Mothman. Every, you know, they're, yeah. they're saying, you know, they have everybody, every country has different legends, just like every state in the yeah. United States has different legends. You know, yeah. the Jersey Devil, for one, which I want to dive into. Um, so has anybody in the chat ever maybe heard a story about the Mothman other than what we know about Point Pleasant or anything like that. Elizabeth said, yeah, I always believe the Mothman was a forewarning to danger. Yeah. And like I said, that's what I think. I think he yeah. was trying to warn people about what was going to happen. Not like, oh, well, I'm sending you to your doom. I'm cursing you. No, I, I think it was a warning of some yeah. of some kind. You know what I mean? Of some kind. It, it had to be a warning for something, whether it was the bridge collapse or maybe something else even smaller that doesn't get attributed to that. But yeah. mo most people, you know, they, they say it's with the bridge collapse that yeah. that it happened. So the Mothman, things that he could be, okay? Things that he could be. So... The Mothman's been widely covered in the popular press. Some claim sightings connected to UFOs, which is another thing that I believe I believe it, that it could be. You know, he could be some kind of extraterrestrial being that has some kind of knowledge that hey, this is going to happen, and you know, let's go try to save these Earthlings for some yeah. for whatever reason. Some um, reason, yeah. Other people claim that a millet because of the military storage site. Um, that was the Mothman's home after they shut the factory down. So that's just where it dwelled, and it could have been some kind of mutation or something. That, yeah, I believe that. That I you know, believe. Something, some, something like you know, like like the Ninja Turtles, but in real life. You know what I mean? There, there's yeah. some kind of animal that just got mutated. Um, so there's notes that recountings of the 1966-67 Mothman reports usually state that at least a hundred people saw Mothman with many more people afraid to report their sightings, but observed that written sources for such stories consisted of children's books or sen sensationalized or undocumented accounts that failed to quote identifiable persons. So while there were a lot of documented cases, there's, a, there's no paper trail to where these stories came from. Yeah. You, know, there, you know, the newspaper was running articles saying oh well this person saw this this person saw that but then this you know there was not that person you know what i mean that person never existed or that person never said anything or they couldn't yeah. find that person you know yeah. but that goes back to the men in black you know which is a whole nother subject i yeah. don't want to get into because yeah. that creeps me out that that subject creeps me out because that i, I want to genuinely i genuinely believe there are men in black and not the good kind like we got in like the movies. Will Smith, yeah, not the good ones like, like, like Will Smith. Uh, let's see. It says, could it be, could it possibly be an angel? Uh, well, I mean, it, it could be an angel. That's, um, a hairy, that's a hairy angel. Well, I mean, you got to think too that we, okay, so 
we're going to get into some shit here. So the, the def, I mean, the descriptions of angels. Yeah. You know what I mean? Does it fit the description of an angel? No, it fits the description of a demon, but what if what we were led to believe isn't correct? You know what I'm saying? Like a cover-up sort of. No, well, not really a cover-up, but have we been lied to this whole time? You know, what, what, what's the source, you know? Yeah. I don't want to get into religious stuff because it's a touchy subject, but yeah, yeah, yeah. it could be an angel and it's just not an angel that we are accustomed to seeing because it uh, may not have been descripted correctly, if that makes any sense. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. So. No, I just uh, I just want to go back to the description of, of the wings. It, it said 10 to 12 foot wingspan. I mean, well, there are owls and there are birds that do have a really large wingspan. Do you yeah. Know? So yeah. It could just be maybe a bird, a, a really large bird with a really large wingspan that, you know, that we haven't discovered that could be an explanation you know yeah i mean not even that one that we haven't discovered one that we just we know what it is but because we see something at night or see something in low light it just looks terrifying you know how many times have you woken up in the middle of the night and that pile of clothes on your chair scares the crap out of you because for a split second it looks like there's somebody sitting sitting in a chair you know, dozen like, times. Yeah. So Joe in the chat said, even Satan was an angel. Yeah. Which is true, you know? Yeah. And wasn't wasn't he like the most beautiful of God's angels or something like yeah. that? Like he was That's a true. very beautiful angel, you know. So who knows? He maybe, may, maybe, and this just popped in my head, maybe he's a fallen angel who's trying to repent for something he did wrong. You know what I mean? Maybe yeah. that's why he's trying to warn people of stuff because he wants to make up for getting kicked out of heaven. Who knows? Who knows? We don't know. That's why it's paranormal because we can't explain it. Yeah. I can't even say that word. It says not just the Bible, but Zoro, Zoroastrianism. I, I don't know how to say that word. So. Let's see. So uh, they found elements in common among many Mothman reports and much older folk tales, suggesting that something real may have triggered the scares and became woven into existing folklore. He also records uh, there's also recorded tales of Mothman supposedly attacking the roofs of parked cars occupied by teenagers. So the whole it being something else from like you know, old folklore you got. So we did this exercise one time uh, when I was in my, uh, I want to say it was speech class or I don't know. It was when I was first in college, it was public speaking. I don't remember what it was. It was, it was a class I was taking and we all, all the students sat in a circle. Okay. And we had to start off by saying something. And then it just went around and around and around. And everybody was supposed to say the same thing that they heard in their ear to the next person. Mm -hmm. By the time we got through all 30, 40 students, whatever it was, what we had started off saying was completely different than what you heard. What we started off saying, because everybody heard something different or said something different. And so the story changed. So that could have been this as well, you know? Um, 
So there's a man named Joe Nickel who said that a number of hoaxes followed the publicly uh, followed the publicly generated by the original reports, such as a group of construction workers who tied flashlights to helium balloons. Nickel attributes the Mothman stories to sightings of barn owls, like you said, suggesting that the Mothman's glowing eyes were actually the red effect caused from the reflection of light from flashlights or other bright light sources. Uh, there's a man named Benjamin Radford who points out that the only report of glowing red eyes was second-handed, that of Shirley Hensley qu quoting her father. So the glowing red eyes did not come from the source. It came from the daughter. So the father never came out and said it had glowing red eyes. Yeah. The daughter said, oh, my dad said it had glowing red eyes. So there's where the story kind of changes, you know, and then somebody else had something else and then somebody else had something else. So could it have been a barn owl? Yes. 100%. You know what I mean? Uh, it, it most definitely could have been a, a barn owl. So let me see. Where, where was that? Cause I do have notes that I added after I sent you what we were going to talk about. So yeah. uh, barn owls are one of the largest species that have, and they have a lot more blood vessels in their eyes and it makes them glow more red than other species of owls. So in 2016, WCHS-TV, they published a photo purported to be that of the Mothman taken by an anonymous man while driving on Route 2. Science writer Sharon A. Hill proposed that the photo showed a bird, perhaps an owl, carrying a frog or a snake away and wrote that there is zero reason to suspect that this is the Mothman as described in legend. There are too many far more reasonable explanations. So that is the point of this show. It, can it be explained scientifically? Can it be explained by obvious things? And the more and more research that I did with the Mothman, that is what I found, you know? So could there be some giant man bird out there? Of course, just like there could be Bigfoot, there could be the Loch Ness yeah. Monster. But the more and more research that I did on the Mothman, it leads me to believe that back in the day, people just got scared from something that they couldn't explain, you know? Yeah. Um, because there was another um, another report. Let me see. Let me see. So my notebook go. This was um, this was from a psychologist. Okay, there was fifty five sightings of Mothman in Chicago. It was during twenty seventeen, is when it was. Okay. 55 sightings of the Mothman in Chicago during 2017 published on the website of self-described of a self-described researcher, Lon Strickler. Uh, and it's called a selective sample. Uh, Gallo explains that he's not sampling random people and asking if they saw the Mothman. He's just counting the numbers of people that voluntarily came forward to report a sighting. According to Gallo, people are more likely to visit a paranormal-centric website like Strickler's might be more inclined to believe in and therefore witness the existence of a Mothman. So basically, if you believe in the Mothman, you're more susceptible to seeing the Mothman. Yeah, you know? it's all in your head, sort of. Which can play into any type of paranormal thing, you know? Mm -hmm. If you believe in ghosts, you're more susceptible to see ghosts, you know? Which... I believe in 1,000%, you know? Yeah, believe you believe in, in Bigfoot, you're going to see Bigfoot, you know? Yeah. Um, 
but that's just the way our brain works, you know? Um, some pseudoscience adherents, such as UFOologists and paranormal authors and cryptozoologists, claim that the Mothman was an alien and a, a supernatural manifestation or a previously unknown species of animal. In the book, The Mothman Prophecies, which is what the movie is based off of, author John Keel claimed that the Point Pleasant residents experienced precognitions, including premonitions of the collapse of the Silver Bridge, unidentified flying object sightings, visits from inhuman or threatening men in black, and other phenomenon. So in the movie, we see Richard Gere kind of having this like weird little meltdown type thing. Uh, the telephone ring. You got to watch this movie, Joseph. Like, it's such a good movie, man. When you get a chance, watch it. It's okay. not super scary, but it is very creepy movie, it, it, especially after this. You know, it's it's yeah. very it's a it's a very good watch, man. I'm so look into it. So the other thing that the Mothman could be, scientifically. Wildlife biologist Dr. Dr. Robert L. Smith at West Virginia University told reporters that descriptions and sightings all fit a certain type of bird, the Sandhill Crane. See, it's what I was going back to, a bird. Yes, and it is a large American crane, almost as tall as a man, because it can get up to seven feet tall. That's with the wings. Oh, with the, I'm sorry. It gets up to three to four feet tall, but it has up to a seven foot wingspan. So seven feet in the dark could look like 10 feet, you know? So your eyes see like they, they, they play tricks on you in the dark sort of. Yeah. And, and another thing is they have uh, circles of reddish coloring around their eyes. So I did look up a picture of this bird and it's a typical looking crane, you know, tall crane, but it has red spots around the eyes, you know? And at night, could it have been that? Yes, 100%. It could have been that. Um, where was I at? Let me see. I lost my page. Uh, the bird may have wandered out of its migration route. The particular crane was unrecognized at first because it was not native to the region. So at that time, it could have been a bird that went the wrong way because, hey, birds may make mistakes too. And could have been something that they didn't see. Well, something that shouldn't have been there because it's it was in a different area. It had never been there before. Yeah. But upon further research, um, like I said, it's got a, a wing span of up to seven feet, red patches around the eyes. And now they are and they have been located in West Virginia. So could it have been a sandhill crane? Yeah. <laughs> ben says from the chat, Ben says, that's what I keep telling her. It's bigger in the dark. Yes, sir. <laughs> it's always bigger in the dark. Those are, those are my friends. Those are my friends. So also one other explanation was that it was the weather balloon. Weather balloon tied with flashlights that went up and it was those uh, construction workers making, you know, doing the hoax, you know, just like with Bigfoot. People do Bigfoot hoax, hoax, hoaxes all the time. All the time. Um, or there was also run report that it was a local prankster. It didn't give any names. It didn't say, give any specifics that it could have been a local prankster dressing up to scare people. So back in 1966, I, you know, it it is believable, but back in 1966, I I can't see people were cosplaying back then. You know what I mean? So 
but it could have been somebody that dressed up and said, hey, let me try to scare people. But how are you going to get a 10 foot wingspan? Yeah. You know, so maybe who knows, man. rooms and tied them together, made it look super long. Yeah. Hey, you never know. You never know. Yeah. So I myself, I've never had any personal experience with the Mothman. And this is a part of the show usually where I go on my tangent about everything that I've seen and what I, what, you know, all my experiences with this and that, but I, myself, I've never had a personal experience with the Mothman. I, you know, would I love to see him in a sense? Yes, I would love to see him. But if the fact that he is bringing an omen with him, I don't want to see him. You know yeah. what I mean? It, because if I see him and then something bad happens, then um, yeah, that's a no, no. Yeah. Elizabeth said, weather balloons are also blamed for unexplained incidents, UFOs, lights, creatures. Yeah, I mean, yeah, that, yeah. anything unexplainable, anything unexplainable, if you look it up, oh, it was a weather balloon. It was a weather balloon. Yeah. You know what I mean? So do you think the Mothman has been present during other major tragedies, but we failed to see him? It is It is quite possible. That, that I kind of believe, yeah, sort of. Yeah, Yeah. I mean, it, it's quite possible that he could have been there and we just didn't see him because we weren't looking in the right direction, you know? Could he have been there? Well, there was, you know, there there were people that said that they saw him when the towers fell on 9-11. Yeah, that's you know? what I was exactly just about to say, too. You know, when the towers yeah. fell, they said that he was there. Some people saw him, but people weren't focusing on that. They were focusing on the t watching the towers fall. That's... yeah. And and I and like I said, I, I didn't do much research into that aspect of it. Yeah. Um, because uh, that's just that's that that was a horrible horrible tragedy. You know what I mean? And, yeah. and that's something I saw live on TV, and I just you know I but could he have been there? I mean, it could have been there. It could have been you know people might have seen him beforehand. You know to try to get the warning out, and we just we didn't pay attention. You know. Oh shit, Brody! Brody Kane in the motherfucking house, all the way from Australia. What's going on, brother? So Brody is gonna be on a somewhat supernatural episode three with me, where we will be discussing all things Australia and all of the legends and ghosts and spirits and all the crazy shit that goes on in Mad Max Land. It's gonna be a doozy. That's gonna be episode three. It's gonna be awesome, Brody. Can't wait. That is that's on my go-to list to travel. Is Australia? Australia? I heard the I, I heard that the uh, the the flight sucks. Yeah, I, I it's believe a very that. long flight. It's a very long flight. The, the flight to Japan sucks. It's a it's a day to get there and a day to, a day to get back. Yeah, fuck all that. Yeah, yeah. I, I'd get claustrophobic. Yeah. So Ben said, "I just can't be afraid of a moth." What's he gonna do? Eat my sweater? <laughs> well, and, and that's the thing, man. He he's aside from people saying they he attacked the car doesn't necessarily mean that he's scary you know what i mean it, it's not anything to be scared of if he especially if he's trying to warn us of something maybe he was trying to warn those people you know and that's why he was attacking the car to try to you know like like a sign like if the well, if they had gone the other way what if they would have gone the other way and they would have died or something you know what i mean we don't yeah. know so maybe he did his job and you know he saved those people and they just thought you know it was such like it was a bad it was something bad you know but maybe like you said you know it's just a warning he was trying to warn them yeah and i mean and that could well be it man he, it, it's 
and like I said, that's what most people attribute to him to is to being uh, something bad. Well, no, no, like a warning. You know yeah. what I mean? Some kind of like supernatural warning system. You yeah. know, that's that's how I see him. So I, I, I was looking up the Mothman in media because I also like to give you guys things to look for you know when when we talk about these subjects and holy crap there was just so much stuff on the mothman so there was way too many for me to list but most notably the mothman prophecies it's a book it's a movie so if you want to read the book read the book Um, i read the book it's pretty good i've never read the book i've never read the book i'm not i mean i read but i'm i've never read that book um but i like i like the movie so i hope i hope that the movie did the book justice um there's various books. Other podcasters have mentioned it on their shows as well. Um, there was also a show, or there was TV shows also. And um, like I said, the 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 book or the movie was loosely based on the book, so they changed a lot of stuff. So yeah. you know, like I said, I've never read the book. So now the craziest thing that I have on here, all right, that you mentioned earlier. The Mothman Festival, the Festival of the Mothman. Okay, so Point Pleasant held the first annual Mothman Festival in 2002. Because what better way to capitalize on tragedy than to have a festival? Lovely. The Mothman Festival began after brainstorming creative ways for people to visit Point Pleasant, which now, especially the... I guess like the circles I'm in, you know, because I, I'm with all these horror fans, with all these supernatural fans, yeah. you know, it, it, it like takes over your life. So I want to go, you know what I mean? I, I hell yeah, I want to go to Point Pleasant to, to the Mothman yeah. Festival and say that, hey, I was at the Mothman Festival, you know. Um, they chose the Mothman to be the center of the festival due to the uniqueness of, of the character and as a way to solo- celebrate its legacy to the town. So, along with bringing revenue into the city and bringing people to the city, it's also a way to honor not just the legend of the Mothman, but the legend of those people that died when the bridge collapsed, you know? Yeah. Because if you don't know really, if you really don't know the story behind the Mothman, this is a great way to learn it because then you can go to the museum and I'm sure I, the museum has a plaque and everything with, yeah, they have a bunch of with stuff the there. names and stuff, you know? So let's see what Brody said. Brody said that film was actually pretty good. And the slight reveal of his face was intense. Oh dude. Yes, I agree. I agree. It was good. And, and yeah, it's, it's still one of those movies that, that creeps me creeps me out not not to the extent that fire in the sky did because that movie scared the shit out of me it still scares the shit out of me i'm gonna have to look that up too you've never seen fire in the sky no oh my god i have I'm such young. things to teach you my young apprentice yes yes i'm so young. jesus so yeah um another good watch i'll send us yeah i'll send you the link it's it's fire in the sky is a good it's it's about ufos yeah it's good we'll talk about that on one episode too okay. <laughs> so according to the event coordinator the event coordinator jeff wamsley the average attendance for the mothman is an estimated 10 to twelve thousand people per year they also have a 12 foot tall metallic statue of the creature created by artist and sculptor bob roach the sculpture was unveiled in 2003 i saw pictures of this giant metal ass yeah. statue and it is huge, huge. and it is 
awesomely done though it's so cool looking oh, yeah it looks it looks like a character like you see in a comic book you know it's so huge though yeah i, I have a couple yeah. of pictures with it i just when I came back, I had a camera and I forgot my camera over there, so I had a bunch of pictures. But yeah, it's a it's a really cool statue. So if you guys get a chance, look it up. It's a really cool statue. Um, let me see. Give me just a second here, you guys. And I don't I don't remember if I got in town before the festival was gonna happen or after the festival happened, but. They were doing something around the festival's time or something like that. They were getting ready or they were finishing up, something like that. But. Yeah. So the statue is really cool. Like I said, check it out. You guys can. If you can attend the festival, it's held in September. Um, I want to say this year was September 22nd or something like that. Um, in June 2020, a petition was started to replace all of the Confederate statues in yeah. the United States with statues of the Mothman. How freaking awesome would that be yeah. to just get rid of all of that racist history and put statues of the Mothman? I think that'd be pretty cool. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. I'm not saying get rid of all the statues, you know, the Confederate statues. Though They need to go somewhere. You know what I mean? They need to go yeah. in like a Confederacy museum or something because we can't lose that part of history you yeah. know what i mean so i'm not saying you know burn the books or anything like that but remove them put them someplace that you know that way like the holocaust museum you know it's it's a learning experience stuff that that yeah. we can learn on that we can learn as a people you know because yeah you can't just delete you know that 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 history yeah so all right, let me see. We're going to do one more thing. This is Encounters. This is another one based on the story of a true of, from the Blue Book Project. Yeah, I need an alien episode. Oh, yeah, because Joe said watch the fourth kind. Okay. Oh, Frankie Clayton. Frankie Clayton coming in right here at the end. So, guys, that's going to be a wrap-up for me and Joseph on this second episode of Somewhat Supernatural. So, is the Mothman somewhat supernatural or can it be explained i'm gonna go with it can be explained as a bird or something so but it could still be something supernatural i don't know there's just too many things pointing to it being an animal or a creature of some yeah. kind. you know yeah. um and until i see it for myself face to face then for me it's going to be explainable what about you uh. To me, I guess I can go half on, yes, it can be explained. The other half, you, you can't because there's just so many stories that people have. And, you know, some people say, you know, they, they have pictures or they have clippings from its wings or, you know, stuff that really can be explained there, or you weren't there to experience it for yourself. So I'm going to have to go with maybe. Maybe. All right. So maybe for Joseph, it's an explainable for Scuba Steve. And with that, guys, I would like to thank all of you that joined me on this episode, second episode ever of Somewhat Supernatural. Once again, I am your host with the ghosts, Scuba Steve. This was my special guest co-host, Joseph Moreno. We'll see you guys next week. Have a good one. Stay spooky, my friends. Peace.